0: and gentlemen and everyone in between to another episode of tackless radio and i know i know it's been a while since you all have heard from me did you miss me i missed you and the reason you haven't heard from me in a while is because i wanted to take a step back and reevaluate some things about my podcast for season two i wanted to figure out ways to bring you all more exciting content figure out a better flow, figure out how I can keep up with being consistent with dropping this on the Tackless Tuesdays. So I needed to rearrange some things in my structure, I needed to talk to people who know more than me, I needed to consult with others who are a phenom in the game so that I can bring all of that knowledge back to you all and find ways to keep you all engaged and rocking with me, which is why we're gonna start this episode off with Shit I Saw. And Shit I Saw typically is me, you, your mama, your granddaddy, your your pappy. We always have our phones in our hands. And we always come across some shit where we're like, what the hell is that? Whether it be something about celebrities doing something crazy, it can be about Congress passing another dumbass law, it could be about maybe something we saw on TV. I know the championship is going on right now. There's a lot of things that we come across and we're like, what the fuck was that? So, should I saw? As so what the fuck was that moment that I came across that we're going to come together to the table and talk about it? Or at least I like for you all to let me know if what I saw was y'all thinking the same thing too? So the shit I saw this week is absolutely crazy. Did you all hear about the woman in India that was killed by an elephant? And not only was she killed by an elephant, while her family was performing the burial ritual, that elephant traveled miles, like 10 miles, to go to the funeral, just to snatch her body up, wave it around, throw Shorty down, and trampled her again. I know, crazy, you're like, wait, elephants i thought they were so cute and peaceful no those motherfuckers when provoked or and apparently when they're not provoked if they just got beef with your ass if we got beef we're gonna be beefing forever (laughs) i don't give a fuck if you're dead i will continue this beef in the afterlife so this elephant clearly had something against this woman. So I'm going to be reading just a quick little excerpt from Newsweek. The title of the article is Elephant Kills Woman Then Returns to Funeral and Tramples Corpse. An elephant killed a woman in India, returned to her funeral and trampled her corpse, local police have said. The seven-year-old woman, Maya Mirmu, was attacked by a wild elephant as she walked to collect water in Odisha's district. Wow, so she was just minding her fucking business. And this elephant was like, yep, yep, on sight. After the elephant attacked Maya, she was rushed to the hospital, but she succumbed to her injuries. And then later in that week, as the family was gathering to perform the funeral, the wild tusker. They got a lot of fucking nerve calling the elephant a wild tusker. Tusker but the wild Tusker reappeared once again it approached her grabbed the body then flung her around before throwing her to the ground and trampling her body again I guess once the elephant decided that he had enough and left they were able to bring themselves together and the funeral ended a few hours after that wow and everybody was just like shocked and confused because they were like elephants are generally benign and passive for them to kill you is crazy it's crazy it's one thing for them to kill you but to travel to your funeral and basically disrespect you again? Wow. I just wanna know what she did. I just wanna know what she did. It's like off of boondocks. Damn, I really wanna know what he did to make them nicks that mad. But what some of us forget is that an elephant's memory is superb, pristine. They don't forget shit. So the crazy thing is, she may have not done anything to that elephant that day, She could have did something to that elephant years ago. Her mama could have did something to that elephant years ago. Her mama mama could have did something to the elephant's mama years ago. But apparently when it comes to the elephants, the North remembers. (laughs) The North remembers. I'm, I'm, I think I'm a little bit more confused on how the family knew that that was the same elephant. Like did he walk up with like, like, did the elephant walk up with, like, a bandetta outside of his left pocket? Like, y'all knew who he was repping and where he came from? I'm just shocked that they were like, it's the same elephant. It'd be crazy as fuck if it, was, if it was the same elephant. I feel like it was not the same elephant. But the fact that she was killed by an elephant and then disrespected in the afterlife by an elephant... I don't know. I don't think Shorty is going to be reincarnating into the fourth dimension because if the animals didn't like your ass when you were here on this plane, I think you're going to hell boo. I don't think wherever you going next is going to be like full of light if the animals didn't like you while you were here. And I get that there are accidents and animals kill humans all the time. But baby, they came to your funeral to disrespect you again. So you really are not about to see the gates of heaven. Um, Rest in peace to Maya. It is a super sad story at the end of the day. But wow, was that some shit I just saw. Hey, everybody. Now it's time for your educational component of the show. And I typically would call this area of the show random realities which is a catch-all. It has allowed for me to teach my audience things about like homeopathy medicine, from astrology to cooking, to things about the female anatomy, the male anatomy. It also has allowed for me to share with you all Black-owned businesses, women-owned businesses, minority-owned businesses that are not only just local to Chicago, but also, amazing businesses and amazing black excellence from around the world. So I always have been real finicky about this section of the show because like, as you all can see, my entire brand is based on alliterations. All of my segments are alliterations. My titles to my episodes are alliterations because I'm an alliterated kind of bitch. I don't even know if that made any sense, but we're going to keep it going. I, I'm i really filling teacher talks for this segment because I'm a teacher and my 9 to 5, I talk for a living <laughs> and that shouldn't shock anyone. So teacher talks is going to be a segment where I want to pull something from the ether to share with you all that hopefully you all can walk away with a tidbit of knowledge that you did not have before today. So one of the things I want to teach you all about, since it is Pride Month, I wanted to teach you all something about the acronym LGBT. And I know that we have QIA+, but the original acronym, the original acronym started with the four letters LGBT. But I'm sure a lot of you all did not know that it used to be GLBT. used to be GLBT because the gays were first. And that doesn't shock me. When I like sit and think about it, like I think about white gays in general, they always want to go first. They're first, they're loud. They want everybody to see them. That doesn't shock me that when the queer community came together and they're like, okay, what are we going to call ourselves? All the men were like, well, bitch, we're going first. (laughs) That doesn't shock me that the acronym used to be GLBT. But... You're probably wondering, okay, well, if it started off as GLBT, how did it go from that to LGBT? Well, during the height of the HIV AIDS epidemic in America during the 80s and the 90s, gay men, black, white, Latino, all colors were dropping dead everywhere. And it was a horrible, horrible time for so many individuals a part of the queer community because Ronald Reagan didn't give a fuck to try and find a cure, to even speak about what was going on, basically pushed that shit under the rug. And so many religious groups looked at the disease as a gay disease, as a way to say, well, since you're out here sinning, that's what you get. And there were a lot of slow responses To the AIDS epidemic at that time, which means that a lot of queer folk ended up passing away, losing their lives. And it was a fucking tragic time. And because it was seen as the gay disease, there were so many family members that were embarrassed of their children who were queer and even more embarrassed if their child had HIV, So those family members weren't showing up to the hospital. Those family members weren't at their bedside. Those family members weren't there when their child or their brother or their sister was taking their last breath. But you wanna know who was? Lesbians. Lesbians came and supported the fuck out of the community when no one else wanted to support the community. They gave blood, they put together money to help with funeral costs. They stayed with so many of the individuals during their last moments of their life. The lesbians stepped the fuck up and showed the fuck out. And this was during a time where feminism was on the rise because yes, we're fighting for queer rights, but these women were also fighting for women's rights. There's a lot going on at one time. And what was beautiful was that at the turn of the century, a lot of gay individuals were like, you bitches held us down. We understand that you also have a fight for your womanhood. So we want to stand with you and to show our gratitude, to show the fact that we have to be together as a queer community. Because as you all can imagine, there was a decent amount of sexism going on during that time. But lesbians were like, we don't give a fuck about that. These are our people. We're going to watch out for them. We're going to take care of them. We're going to make sure they're good. And the gay individuals of the community were like, y'all did the damn thing. So to show their appreciation, they switched the acronym from GLBT to LGBT to let the ladies go first. And I always think about that story during Pride Month because it's so beautiful to see representation it's beautiful to see how we stick together how we stand together how we protect one another and i want that to be the reigning message all through this month especially since we now have white supremacists that are traveling out of state to gay pride parades to try and harm us we have to stick together more than ever now and i'm so happy to share that little piece of history with you all because it is super important for you all to know so So I hope you all learned something today that you didn't know before. And happy Pride Month, everybody. So it is officially Hot Girl Summer. Yay! Oh, So happy, so happy, so happy, so happy that it is finally here. And you wanna know my favorite part of Hot Girl Summer? The music. It's the best fucking time for all of my faves to drop the hottest shit we be playing it on the streets, we be playing it at the barbecues, at the cookout graduations, this is the time to get those summer bangers in order and the ladies they typically always do it for me so the song of the week is Hit Kid and Glorilla FNF, Fuck Nigga Free oh. I'm F-R-E-E, fuck nigga free, that mean I ain't gotta wear about no full nigga cheap And I'm S-I-N-G-L-E again, y'all by hanging out the window with my ratchet ass free. I'm F-R-E-E, fuck nigga free, that mean I ain't gotta wear about no full nigga cheap And I'm S-I-N-G-L-E again, y'all by hanging out the window with my wretched ass friends Let's go! I- go! G to the L to the O B Glow You can catch me yet in track teeny, Slam with your hey, hoes, fame, Y'all already know part, what it is It's time for the Tackless Topic of the Week And I actually just kind of want to take it back Take it back to the beginning Of why I have this podcast And now that I've had it for a year And I've worked on it And I've grown And I've learned so much I want to just take a moment for all of my new listeners to really get acclimated on what's going on. So Tackless Topic is typically the big topic of the episode, and I am thinking about having those bigger conversations towards the front of the episode versus towards the end, just so I can draw you all in. The reason why this podcast even exists is because I needed a space to say what the fuck I wanted to say how I wanted to say it. And what I realized being a black girl from the South side of Chicago, I never ever was raised or trained or taught to have a voice for myself. Everything was about a simulation. Everything was about don't embarrass us. Everything was about don't embarrass you. Everything was about upward mobility. Everything was about, oh, your words are making me uncomfortable. Everything was about, oh, you don't seem like a team player. Oh, you sound aggressive. And I am actually just through the fucking roof, exhausted of having to give a fuck about what everyone else's response was going to be to what I wanted to say. I cared more about how people were going to perceive the things that I said than actually just saying what the fuck I wanted to say. And it's crazy because I do that very well. By trade, I'm a public speaker by trade, I'm a facilitator. So I've always been able to hone those skills in a way that has allowed for me to speak to the masses and not just speak to the masses, but be able to relate to them, be able to make them laugh, make them reflect, have an understanding of something. I can, when I speak to the masses, I am able to leave them with a message because of how I show up, because I am cognizant of how my words land with others. But as I've gotten older, I'm starting really not to give a fuck anymore about that. Because it's becoming exhausting when there are more important things that need to be said. It's becoming exhausting being the only bitch in the room that's like, do y'all not see that shit? And not call it out. Because we just see fuckery at work and nobody wants to say anything about it. We see fuckery in our community and nobody wants to say anything about it. And I don't know, that might just be the Sagittarius in me. But I need to say something. I just can't idly sit by, see stupid stuff happen and not say something. And that's the thing. I know a lot of people are probably like, well, B, you can say something. Like no one's saying that you can't say it. You can say something. But it's just how you say it, you know. It's when you say it, you know. And I totally get that. Because as a teacher, if I want my student to retain as much knowledge as possible, I have to come to their level and I have to relate to them. Hell, I might have to change an entire curriculum around just so I'm speaking their language. Because at the end of the day, as a teacher, I am in service to others and that brings me joy. But what's also bringing me joy these days, especially with this podcast, I can curse however the fuck I want to. I can yell however loud I want to. I can be witty and I can be funny and I can be offensive. And because my podcast right now is really small, none of y'all are really saying shit about it. But you want to know something? Even if you do want to say something about it, you can. Because like, assholes everyone got an opinion hell my podcast is full of opinions and I don't expect for every single person who listens to me to agree that'd be fucking stupid if I think like oh you disagree how dare you and that's the problem with some of y'all y'all look at disagreements as disrespect when they're not Not everybody is going to agree with you. Not everybody is going to see things from your perspective, from your side. And honestly, it's gotten to a point where I understand that the illiteracy rate in this country is one in five. So I've protected my peace now these days. And I don't even talk to stupid people. The moment we get going and I can see that this is not going to get too far unless I start to lose brain cells, I cut out. I cut the fuck out. And that's how I want to continue having conversations. That's what, that's how I want to continue having conversations on this platform. I want to invite others to authentically show up as themselves. I want people to feel comfortable saying things the way that they want to say it. Squeaky voice, high voice, crack voice, stutters. I want you to say it. I want you to share your story. Stop code switching. Stop code switching. I don't give a fuck if that Southern twang makes those white people feel uncomfortable. So what? And here's the thing. I already know what you all are going to tell me. Oh, no, the upward mobility. They won't look at me as if I'm professional. I get it. (sighs) Because professionalism and being on time and all of that is rooted in white supremacy. I get it. We all got to play the fucking game. But aren't y'all tired I'm tired. Y'all not tired? I'm exhausted. Because there's so many things that we really need to say. And we're so afraid of how somebody is going to look at us that we torture ourselves with the things that we should have said. And I don't want to have too many more of those moments in my life about the things I should have said about the situations where I should have advocated for myself, about the situations that I came across where I should have spoke up. I don't want to keep having those type of experiences. I want to have the experiences that even if people looked at me like, even if people looked at me like that, at least I know I said what I needed to say. And I'm asleep great that night because this is one thing that I do know. The truth sucks. And when you speak the truth out loud, people are going to be angry with you because it is so much easier to just live in delusion. Ignorance is bliss. But we can't heal. We can't move on. We can't change. We can't get things done. if we keep lying. And if we keep lying to ourselves and I'm tired of lying to myself because when you cold switch and when you're like, yeah, that's totally fine. Okay, Sarah, let's, does Tuesday work for you? You are lying to yourself. You are chinking away at that armor of who the fuck you are, that it's going to come to a point where you're going to look up and you're not going to know who you are anymore. Y'all going to cold switch yourself into a white body. Stop that shit. Or at least relax it so that those people know who you actually are. So you know who you actually are. And that's exactly why Tackless Radio is here. To remind me of who I am and to remind you of who you are. No fucks given. Ever.